Thank you for joining me for another episode of I'd Rather Be Dead Than Dope Sick. It is a little after 8 on Monday morning. I've been up since sometime before 5. Um, yeah. Uh, I went to bed at 9 last night. I, um... I usually, when I get up, I pray in tongues for like an hour and then pray in English. (laughs) Um, And I was, I saw my friend Spider Saturday on Skid Row. um, And he was telling me that his EBT got canceled and he didn't know why and then um, he can't have it started up again for three months and in the meantime the apartment he stays at is uh, he pays with his EBT and it's only not well it's only 50 bucks but um, yeah, if he doesn't have his EBC, he doesn't have money, um, I, I don't know, I mean, I'm sure he could hustle, he, he's a really good tattoo artist, but, um, so he was pretty disturbed about that, and I was, you know, with the group, um, Adopt a Black, um, Saturday, and so, and I was way behind, everybody, you know, was walking ahead of me, so I couldn't stay and talk very long, but, yeah, so, I was praying this morning, and, uh, he kept coming to mind, so, uh, I text him, if, I don't know if, what his situation is by now, because it's already, what, the 7th, and I don't know if, he was going to get kicked out or what, but I want to help him if, uh, if I can, um, if, yeah, his situation is still the same, so, um, cause, yeah, I just, um, yeah, I don't want him to get kicked out to the street, um, you know, at least if, if I could help him for this month, maybe at least he could work out the details of his EBT or just hustle some money for next month. Um, but we'll see. I don't know if he um, if he will get back to me. I have two different numbers, and you know, people always lose their phones or get them stolen down there, so. I don't even know if I have the right numbers, but, um, uh, drinking tea, um, uh, green tea, so, oh my goodness, um, I don't know where I left off from yesterday, um, ooh, my tummy just growled, <laughs> I don't know if it is. <laughs> you could hear it on here, but <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Anyways, 
<laughs> that was pretty loud. <laughs> I'm a dork. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, I gotta calm down. <laughs> oh, there it goes again. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I've been eating too much meat. <laughs> Usually I don't eat a lot of um, <sighs> meat <laughs> um, or protein. Yeah, I just had a really good um, uh, frittata. I made a frittata. Um, and then, because it's like so easy, you just throw it in the oven. <laughs> but... Yeah, but yesterday, I ate way too much yesterday. I just, uh, when we ate at The Habit, I had hamburger, I had Brussels sprouts, I had onion rings, and an uh, Oreo cookie shake, or milkshake, or whatever, which was really good. I didn't eat everything I let people pick off my plate, but, but yeah, that was a lot for me. But it was good. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so Junior did respond to my email, and uh, he's so cute. <laughs> he's like, "This is my last text, but I understand." And uh, or not last text, last email. Um, yeah, he said he he understood, you know, um, my, well, he actually said he listened to my podcast again, and he said that I was right a lot, about a lot of stuff that I said, he, he wasn't specific, but, um, and then, you know, he said that, uh, well, first he sounded like he was he was kind of whining when he first, and I was like, um, yeah, because he said that I was out of his league, and I'm like, dude, shut up, like, come on, that's BS, I mean, that's feeling sorry for yourself, you know, come on, like, if I'm out of his league, that's his own fault, not mine. Like, it's not because I think I'm I'm out of his league. He's the only one I want to be with. So, you know, because I believe that that's who God wants me to be with. And, of course, I love him. But, um, yeah, if, and if God told me that, that we're supposed to be together, then... Uh, he needs to step up. I mean, I know that that th- there's no excuse. He can and will be the man that God wants him to be. That's just the way it is. I mean, 
it might take him a while if he's, you know, hard-headed, but, but yeah, God is going to complete the work he started in him, so, and I have complete uh, faith and trust that that will happen, so, um, but, yeah, uh, I just, um, I think the more when he he seemed a little bit panicky that you know but he was not he was very good I mean (laughs) I don't know how to say it I'm tired um he said that uh he was gonna do what he needed to do basically um and that uh He said, my last email, until I get it right, (laughs) I'm not mad or anything, I messed up, and that's that, I know what you want from me, and for me, thank you, I won't call until after the blackout, as you said, oh, because I told him that, uh, that not, we shouldn't talk, well, we're not going to talk because I already, like, um, blocked his numbers. And, um, uh, that, yeah, he, we won't talk until he can call me after, uh, he makes it through the first month of discipleship and he can use the phone. Um, and I'm not saying that that can't change before that, but I mean, I need some proof, man, you know, that I don't want him to love me more than Jesus because it's just going to screw up our relationship. (laughs) It really is. Um, I don't want to be an idol. I don't want to be anyone's idol. I don't because I will fail them. I'm not perfect, I'm human, I'm just, I don't want, I'm not, I'm no one's savior at all, um, yeah, so, but, yeah, he said that, um, he was thankful that he still had a chance with me, and that he said he knows that his walk with Jesus had to be, has to be true and real, and as well as his obedience to God, so, um, until then, I love you, I miss you, and God doesn't make mistakes, I will be your husband, and I just said, show me, I'll be waiting, and, um, oh, and then, yeah, he said some other stuff about how, like, he thinks about me all the time, and, uh, just, um, yeah I mean just that that basically well I wrote him back and I said um well I was really glad he shared his heart with me you know which he hasn't really done since since after I wrote that breakup uh email but um So I said, um, Junior, you have to think 
Oh, because he was saying he, he thinks about me all the time. I'm, I'm like, you have to think about Jesus way more than you think about me. Um, the day that you are truly in love with Jesus and you think about him way more than you think about me or anyone or anything else is when we can talk about possibly starting to talk again. I'll be able to tell by... Um, what you share with me, what you're watching, reading, where you've not been hanging out, and who you're not talking to, plus God will tell me, and that may not be until after you've been in discipleship for a while, because I'm going to have to see consistency in both words and actions. I guess he did show up at church yesterday, but uh, by himself, and one of my friends said that they're pretty sure they saw him (laughs) but I don't know why he was hiding or I don't I don't know whatever um so I was glad to hear that at least he went to church not because he had to go with me or sit with me or be you know because I went you know so he went by himself that told me a lot that was good um but uh I told him that I think about Jesus way more than I think about you and that's the way it's supposed to be Um, you need to think about and remember all the things that, oh, because he's like, I think about all the things that you've shown me, that you've told me, or, you know, um, I've taught him. And I'm like, you need to think about all the things that Jesus has taught you and shown you. And, 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 oh, because he said, oh, and, um, you know, because we used to, uh, pray before bed together on the phone and um he's like you know I I, I can't remember I I miss doing that or whatever and I'm like yeah you need to talk to Jesus before bed (laughs) um so uh what else oh you need to know that oh because he's like I, I I felt like um like with me on my on his side he felt like he could do anything whatever you know but i'm like you need to know that you can do anything with jesus on your side whether i'm with you or not the whole point in the separation is so that you will learn to stand on your own with god on your side and that you will stand with jesus no matter what happens if i die or go to a fema prison camp <laughs> Or something crazy happens when World War III starts. (coughs) You will not fall away, but will stand firm and be the soldier God has created you to be. No wimps for Christ. More than anything else, I care about your soul. Because more than us being together, I care about his soul. That's really what it comes down to. If you can't stand on your faith in Jesus alone, then you'll fall for anything when things get hard. And let me tell you, things are going to get a lot harder as the days go by. Um, well, I believe we may start to go into the, the tribulation soon. But um, regardless, I'm not a eschatologist or whatever. But um, I said, you need to start training up now. Whether it's, you know, going to happen this year or 10 years from now we still need to train up because i guarantee you that casual christians will soon be casualties we have to have rock solid faith immovable faith you cannot hitchhike on my faith 
you must be able to stand alone. That is when we'll be able to be together. Once you're able to walk and stand alone in your faith, that is when we will be able to be together. I do not want to have to carry or drag my husband over the finish line. (laughs) He should be able to walk on his own. I want to run the race and finish it together. I do not want you to be dependent on me, but on God and God alone. I can and will stand on Christ, no matter come hell or high water, prison, war, sickness, starvation, whether you're with me or not, but I want you with me. And if I have to get beheaded or whatever comes my way, I will stand because I trust in Jesus and my faith is not in any person, but in Christ alone. That is what I want for you and what I need you to be, to be able to be my husband. I want a warrior, not a wimp. And I know that this is in you uh, and is who you are called to be. So get to it. No more emailing back and forth. Get busy. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> oh, um, I told him that he could send me progress reports, but not to expect me to respond. Um, uh, and that... Uh, oh, I know. Just know I love you, but you need to learn to want slash need any approval and reassurance from only one source and that is God alone we should only be performing for an audience of one Jesus and then um, let's see oh okay and then uh, oh oh okay I didn't know if he oh here we go um I also wrote that I want to know that your faith is strong enough to stand even if I were to be beheaded or tortured right in front of your face and you will not deny Christ no matter what and same for me if I had to see you or my family member killed right in front of me and not deny Jesus because as much as I love you and want to be with you I care more about your eternal destiny and I want to make certain that you can stand on your own without wavering because it's not about how you start but it's how you finish that matters we need to finish strong finish well strong I know I'm a hard ass but we are on the finish line and this life is no joke this is life and death seriously this is a life and death situation I mean not us being together but just in general Um, And we need to be serious about our calling, purpose, destiny, and the kingdom of God and lost souls. We're in a war. We must know how to fight. Um, Yeah, I love you. Good night. But uh, yeah, I think it's really easy to focus on our immediate situations instead of looking at things in an eternal perspective and my focus is on heaven is on eternity you know I I mean not always you know but mostly yeah I'm thinking about people when I meet people I go 
I wonder if this person knows Jesus, if they die, if they're going to go to heaven or hell. I mean, that's the way I think. Um, Not always, always, um, but mostly, you know, I'm, I don't know. I don't know if I'm weird or no, I don't think so, but a lot of times I'll meet somebody and I'm talking to them and my mind, even though I'm having conversation, my mind is, okay, how can I slip in Jesus or do you know Jesus in the conversation? (laughs) Because I believe that we're going to be held accountable for every, well, Jesus said that we're going to be held for every word, idle word that we speak, but also, you know, for, we're, well, watchmen, like Ezekiel 3 and Ezekiel 33, um, about the watchman, and I believe I'm a watchman, I believe the Lord told me that I'm a watchman, and I'm, t- I'm the one of the people that needs to warn people, you know, um, if, 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 uh, a man is in sin, okay, I'm gonna read it, let's see, I don't know it by heart, but I kind of do, but I don't want to mess it up, um, okay, um, again, the word of the Lord came to me saying, son of man, speak to the children of your people, and say to them, when I bring the sword upon a land, and the people of that land take a man from their territory. Okay, wait. Okay. Um, from their territory and make him their watchman. When he sees the sword coming upon the land, if he blows the trumpet and warns the people, then whoever hears the sound of the trumpet and does not take warning... But if the sword comes and takes him away, his blood shall be on his own head. Uh, He heard the sound of the trumpet, but did not take warning. His blood shall be upon himself. But he who takes warning will save his life. But if the watchman sees the sword coming and does not blow the trumpet, and the people are not warned, and the sword comes and takes any person from among them. He is taken away in his iniquity, but his blood I will require on the watch at the watchman's hand. Uh, so you, son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Therefore, you shall hear a word from my mouth and warn them for me. When I say to the wicked man, O wicked man, you shall surely die, and you do not speak to warn the, the wicked from his way, that wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at your hand. Nevertheless, if you warn the wicked to turn from his way, and he does not turn from his way, he shall die in his iniquity sin." But you have delivered your soul. Therefore, O son of man, say to the house of Israel, Thus you say, If your transgressions and your and our, if our transgressions and our sins lie upon us, and we have, oh, um, I don't know that I need to read the rest of this whole thing, but um, 
Yeah, basically the point is, <laughs> you know, I know the truth. I know the gospel. I know that Jesus, God sent Jesus to come and and live a perfect life that we couldn't live and then die a death that we deserve so that we could have a relationship with him. He, he, he by accepting him... We, uh, and receiving what he did for us on the cross, we can have a personal relationship with, with God and be delivered, I mean, uh, forgiven for our sins. So, um, yeah, I know the truth. I know that, that the gospel and the good news and, um, and I completely believe 100% with every bone in my body every part of me that there is a hell and people will spend eternity in hell separated from God forever and ever and ever if they do not know Jesus and have a personal relationship with him so yeah to me if I meet somebody and I know this And I don't even make an effort to introduce them to the savior of the world or or at least share, you know, it depends on the person if they're open or not, but you know, it's really not up to me to, for them to make a decision to receive salvation, but it's up to me to at least give them the option to tell them the truth, you know, to tell them the good news. Um, and that helps sometimes if you share the bad news first, but <laughs> so the good news sounds better. Um, well, cause it is good news. Um, but yeah, for me not to do that, I don't want anyone's blood on my hands. Like I could not be friends with anybody for any period of time without sharing Jesus with them like what kind of friend would that be if I just am friends with a person for months and we hang out and we do this and we do that we go to eat whatever I mean and they don't know Jesus and I don't even tell them about my very best friend and my yeah like the creator of the universe like (laughs) of his love like how lame would that be how what kind of friend would I be so yeah but I mean I do that even with strangers you know if I'm I, I I just talk to a lot of people like whoever I'll talk to whoever just I don't know I just I love talking to people but yeah you know And there's been times where I've talked to somebody. Oh, okay. Here's one. Uh, I took an Uber last week. And the driver, she didn't seem very open to talking. So, you know, I try to 
start a conversation and I see how open the person is and and she didn't seem very talkative until until we drove by one area and I was like dang it smells like weed out there <laughs> it was like really strong and uh, she's she's like oh yeah there's a dispensary over there and um I didn't ask her if she smokes weed or anything but but um yeah so then we started talking a little bit but I just I I didn't feel like sharing and I don't know if I was wrong if I should have straight because a lot of times I'll just straight out ask like do you know Jesus Christ um as your Lord and Savior or um do you know Jesus or say I'll say something you know um and then other times I just feel led to tell my testimony and just, you know, say, oh, I used to blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Jesus set me free. And, um, and because a lot of times if I share about how I used to be on Skid Row and I, you know, recovering heroin addict, whatever, then they'll ask how did you get clean? And then, bam, I can go right into it. Like, Jesus set me free. But, um, yeah. But, uh, I didn't feel a strong leading to say anything. Um, so, yeah, I didn't really say much, but I did give her a tip. And she was really happy about that. And I just, I said, God bless you. And, um, I don't know if I said Jesus loves you. I don't, I don't remember what I said, but, but yeah. Uh, and afterwards I was like, Lord, I don't know. Should I have said more? I didn't feel like I should have, but sometimes I'll feel like, like maybe I should have shared more or, but I trust God that, if I was supposed to share more, that the Holy Spirit would have prompted me to say more than what I did. So, you know, um, but yeah, there's times where I just am like, I feel compelled, like the Apostle Paul said, I I usually I do, I feel compelled to just I can't help it. I just have to tell people <laughs> like I'm just like but I try to be very sensitive and to the Holy Spirit and and be led by by Holy Spirit as to how to or what to say and yeah, so but um as far as uh that's with sharing the gospel, you know, and, um, but as far as, like, Junior and I go, or any friendship of mine, really, and I would hope that my friends would do the same with me, and I have, I have friends that will, which, you know, those are real friends, but if, if I'm doing something, I need to be called out. I mean, I don't, well, I see for me, I, I, I'm straight out. I rather have somebody just straight out go, Lori, what the hell are you doing? Excuse me. What, you know, 
what's going on, man? What are you doing? You know, if I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing, you know, um, I'm not one for beating around the bush or, and I don't really want anybody else to beat around the bush with me. Um, but I realize that not everybody is like me. <laughs> Some people are more sensitive. Most people are more sensitive than, than I am. So, but you know, I don't know. Maybe it's age. I don't think so. I think it's, it's, it's personality too, but you know, I, well, age, yeah, age, because I'm like, I don't have time to beat around the bush. Like if you don't like what I have to say, I mean, I don't want to be a witch about it, but, but the way I look at it is it's my responsibility to say something And it's their responsibility to do whatever they want to do with what I said. It's not my responsibility to convince them or to to get them to do anything with what I've said. It's just up to me to just say it. And then whatever. The rest is on them. But but I just need to do my part. So, um, and as far as Junior goes, I'm like, okay, dude. Um, you need to grow up. I mean, not to sound so, I mean, seriously though, like, yeah, you need to stop focusing on you and your problems and you, whatever, or on us even just keep your eyes on the prize and strive toward the goal, which is, you know, Jesus and, and just really strive on serving God and, and his righteousness and, and becoming holy and, and more like Jesus. And so that's my thing, you know, but it's up to him to do it. I mean, I can't make him do it. I can't, you know, it's just, yeah. So, um, uh, but I at least need to, to speak the truth and, um, yeah, but yeah. And the, the same comes with, you know, telling people about Jesus or evangelizing or whatever it's, it's, I've had people and I'm sure I've been guilty of it in the past too, where I've wanted to like beg them to receive the Lord but no, I got over that real quick because seriously, like, I don't want anybody to pray to receive Jesus because I'm begging them. Like Jesus didn't beg anybody to come to him. You know what I mean? It's just like, like Jesus was straight out. You know, if, if anyone desire, didn't, if anyone desires to follow me, He must deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. Like you, you don't, um, not your life is going to be wonderful. You know, he said we'll have peace, but we're also going to have tribulation and, um, yeah, we're going to be persecuted. He didn't say your life will be a bowl of cherries and it'll be wonderful and you'll never have problems. No, he didn't say that at all, you know? He said, you will have trials and tribulations and you'll be persecuted. And, um, but you know, 
um, I've overcome the world. So, um, yeah, but I I get kind of irritated when uh, I go to church or I see church service or whatever where the pastor's like, oh, you know, come to receive Jesus or um, just makes it sound like it's just such a, you know, I don't even know how to say it. And it just that it's going to be a wonderful, warm and fuzzy thing to come to Jesus, which there are benefits. Of course, you're not going to hell. That's like the main one. But sometimes people make it just sound like, you know, come to Jesus and you'll have peace and joy and which that's a benefit of it. But what about like you're not going to go to hell that's like the biggest one and you're not going to yeah you're not going to perish in hell separated from God where the where the uh there's weeping and gnashing of teeth and the worm will not die and your worm will not die uh I think everybody gets their own worm <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I don't know what that part is about I but seriously, you know, um, and honestly, I think I saw Bino the other day and I said, you know what? I really need to ask you forgiveness because I didn't tell you the whole gospel. I didn't tell you about you become a Christian and you will have, you have a new enemy and Satan hates your guts and things might get worse for you, like harder for you than better <laughs> because, seriously especially in this day and age things are gonna get bad like way worse people don't have a clue what's coming and um yeah I'm not gonna put it on here but um there's some stuff coming up and I mean you just have to read the book of revelation you know and uh yeah but anyways um so that's what my focus is on and and I think that when we share the gospel, we need to share the bad news before we share the good news and let them know, like, you are separated from God. You are a sinner, just like all of us. And your sin's n- no worse than anyone else's. I mean, maybe it's a little bit worse, but not in God's eyes. You know, in your eyes it might be, or maybe in society's eyes, but... Who cares what they think? Just care about what God thinks. And, um, yeah, he says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Whether it's you lied or you murdered somebody. It's just, you know, or, yeah, whatever. It's just all the same. Um, He doesn't grade you, you know, according to this one's worse, that one's... But sexual sin is, is... Is... in a class of its own, but that's just because that hurts us, you know, um, anyways, but yeah, so, uh, now I have a brain for it, um, but yeah, I think that we just need to, um, share the bad news, and then the good news is really good, you know, and then you're grateful, (laughs) instead of, so many American Christians, we just suck, you know, it's just like, 
we're spoiled brats and we just think, you know, um, that God owes us something or, you know, we should, uh, you know, when life gets hard, all of a sudden it's like, well, I didn't sign up for this, you know, and it's like, uh, well, maybe the person who shared the gospel with you didn't share that part, (laughs) but, uh, this is what you signed up for. And, you know, uh, yeah, because people in, in, in the Middle East or China or wherever, Russia, I don't know, you know, practically any other country besides America, maybe Canada, I don't know, but yeah, they, they go through it, you know, they get martyred, they get killed and persecuted and, you know, or they're hiding and having church underground, you know, but their faith is a lot bigger than ours because we just have it so good here in LA. I mean, in LA, in America. <laughs> you know, we just do. And I actually am looking forward to when we're going to really go get go through some stuff. I'm that's what I was born and created for. Like I'm I'm I mean, not like I want to go through but Man, I know when we start going through some really heavy stuff, our faith is going to have to grow. I mean, either you're going to turn or burn. You're going to, you know, get stronger or you're going to walk away. And, um, yeah, we're going to see miracles. God is going to move, you know. I mean, we're going to see good and bad stuff, but, but I'm excited. But, um... Yeah, so, I don't know. I don't know how I started going off on a tangent rabbit trail with that. But, oh, I guess because, yeah, I believe that telling the truth and just not cutting corners, not sugarcoating stuff, you know. And and I know I can be very blunt and, and harsh, but... I really don't feel like uh, apologizing for it. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't, you know, because seriously, I think like if somebody was walking across the street and a big Mack truck was coming full blast, am I going to go, excuse me? Um, there's a truck coming your way, like all nice with nice manners and stuff. Heck no. I'm going to be like, get the heck out of the street. The truck is coming. You know, I'm going to scream and yell and get the person's attention. So, you know, um, I'm not worried about somebody's feelings if their life is in danger. So, yeah. So those are my thoughts. I hope everybody has a wonderful next 24 hours. (laughs) God bless you.